Are you thinking of buying or selling your home? Downsizing? Upsizing? Investing? Are you relocating? Do you want to know your local market conditions? Are you behind on payments? Are you looking for improvement tips? Well, what if your home didn't sell? This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert and trusted source for the most up-to-date information. And now your host, Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Good afternoon, guys. Hope everybody's doing well. Thank you for joining us on this Saturday. This is Real Estate with Ryan, and I'm your host, Ryan Coleman, with Hometown Realty, and my lovely co-host, April Coleman. Hi, everyone. Hope you guys are doing well, and thank you for staying tuned with us. For all your real estate knowledge, information on the local market and stats, we've got a great show today. We're going to be talking about 2018, taxes, Trump, Mm -hmm. President Trump's plan, and how that would affect the real estate market. And we're also going to dive into a little bit of stats uh, that happened for end of 2017 mm-hmm. sales data that is very helpful if you're thinking about selling or purchasing in 2018 and how that would help you moving forward, whether you're a seller or a buyer. That's right. Let's start with a couple of sales and sales data. We're <clears throat> going to break some of these counties down that are surrounding areas mm-hmm. and uh, we're going to split them up in sections. So we'll go half this section and then come back after the break and we'll come over another couple counties. Yeah, we have um, all the listings that have been sold in 2017 with um, Knoxville and all of the surrounding counties is 22,640 homes. The average sales price is 189,566 and the average days on market is 96. So that is not only just Knox County, but all of the counties. And, th- and those are record numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, th- those are high. They go back to 2002, 2003. If you could relate back to the stock market when the market was moving back then, those are those kind of numbers. You know, we were in the 16,000, the 13,000 um, before, and now we're at 22,000. So record numbers. Wow. Um, those are really great, good to know. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll break some of those down um, just by some of the counties that we cover the most here um, with Knoxville and surrounding counties. We have, um, for a single family, Knox County, the um, total home sold was 8584 and the average day on market was 49 Then we break it down to Union County. There was 223 sold. With 97 days on the market. That's still pretty good for Union mm-hmm. County. Yeah, Union County, yes. Good. So mm-hmm. Union County's moving and a lot of growth, a lot of land out there. Right. You're seeing new construction taking off. And so uh, those are good signs for Union County. And Knox, very strong as normal. Uh, uh-huh. Days on market. Uh-huh. What that means, sellers, that if it's priced right, shows right, it shouldn't take long in the market if you got the right agent. You know, marketing the property. Right. That average 49 is pretty quick. So that's Good. great. And um, we have Sevier County, um, 1,289 with 88 days on the market. Pretty good as well. And then Blount County is um, the runner up, 2,208 with 65 days on the market. Now, we, we know Blount County, and that's just a large county as it is, and just a lot of growth. You see a lot of the rural areas that growth that uh, Blount County, Maryville, has mm-hmm. not developed you're seeing economic boom out there right? You know, with the schools, with the new constructions and the resales mm-hmm. um, it is really just a hot market. And in really comparison, 
Um, if Knoxville gets into a hot market or uh, expensive, Blount County is right there. And yeah. so it's very close. And we see a lot of transitions mm-hmm. as the inventory shortens. We're stretching out from Knoxville to Blount County. Right. And, uh, of course, schools are very important for most people there. Exactly. Well, we'll break that down and we'll skip there and we'll come back and cover Anderson County, Roan County, Loudoun County, and Monroe County after the break. So let's talk President Trump's tax plan 2018. How would that affect your real estate and the market moving forward? Um, and especially, specifically here in East Knoxville and East Tennessee. Mm-hmm. And um, I think first and foremost, regardless of your politics, who you're for, who you're not for, I think you got to look at the overall economy. And I guess, you know, individually speaking, are we better off when government takes less money out of our pocket? Or are we better off with government taking more money out of our pocket? Um, I think the answer is simple. Oh, it's simple. Uh, but, you know, not always, you know, if we're going to be innovative and we're going to be stronger when we have more money in our paychecks, more money to reinvest, more money to spend in the community, mm-hmm. you know, it's not too complicated when you think about it. If there's more money flowing through consumers, individuals, and business, you're going to see the economy move stronger pace. It's it, it's like I say, well, we've got more money from sales, or if you go to that restaurant and then you mm-hmm. use the restaurant and then that manager and the servers and then the produce or uh, go into the real estate market specifically, um, we're developing a property. Home Depot and Lowe's, you're seeing record numbers, not only in their stocks, but also in their stores. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Four or five years ago, when there was a little bit of a retraction, you didn't see as much as that movement. So I think anytime that there's movement, sales, data, limited inventory, buyers are purchasing, the rates are good, it's going to keep the economy flowing. And when people are spending, that I think the biggest thing is the difference is consumer confidence. Right. Everybody talks about the interest rates we're at all-time lows that we've seen in years mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. my uncle <clears throat> he always tells me he says back uh, in the 80s where there were 18 or 20 percent mm. um he had an unfortunate divorce and said pick the wrong time to file divorce in the 18 <laughs> percent <laughs> so we we're, we haven't seen anything like that in a long time rates are right under four percent right. they're the strongest is that, that they've been and we're going to see an 18 probably just a gradual increase on the feds shouldn't affect your payment much and shouldn't stop you from purchasing or selling if you're thinking about doing that in 2018. That's good. One fact I don't think everybody knows or is important. Everybody says, well, is the tax plan? How is that going to affect me in this market? A big stat that I wasn't really sure on until I read it. I wasn't, but it makes sense. Did you know that 50% of Americans are not paying taxes? I did not. No. And they pay them in sort, but essentially whether they're W-2 earners, uh, they get money back at the end of the year because they overpay the government, mm-hmm. basically. Um, so child earn income credit, things mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. They affect the tax flow. And so 50%, this won't even affect. Wow. You know, so 50% of the market, it will. So just keep that in mind that that um, there's a larger part of the market that's not going to affect. And then there's 50% that will. Um, so let's not get caught into the details. Mm-hmm. I think the overall plan is positive. Mm-hmm. It pushes economic growth. It pushes movement. And I think it keeps consumer confidence moving. And there's some there's some negatives about the plan that I think could be um, done better. But I think with any position or any offer that you get put together, they were able to come to something that I think is going to uh, save us some money. The okay. average person across the year, what you're expected to probably see, you know, kind of net net bottom line mm-hmm. is from one to seven thousand a year. Now, mm-hmm. you know, that could vary among, you know, the the person that's filing taxes, but mm-hmm. the average consumer. There's probably about a thousand to seven thousand a year. A gain. That, that's a pretty good gain. Yeah. Or, or a re- reduction in your basis. So, um, 
Wow. I'm a fan of not paying less taxes. I don't know um, about you, but uh, yeah. keep more money. Let, let's talk about an important topic, the mortgage interest deduction. Okay. They talked about changing that, getting rid of that. Um, they did not get rid of it. Right now, the current exclusion is a million dollars. So if you get a loan, mm-hmm. anything over a million dollars, that interest is not excluded. Okay. They've changed that deduction by 250. So it was a million. Now we've dropped it to 250. Hmm. So 750, you get a loan, you can write the interest off. Anything over 750, you cannot. So East Tennessee, Knoxville, we have some higher priced homes, lakefront mm-hmm. properties. Mm-hmm. We've got some nice estates around here. But I'd say the vast majority across the country, the average sales price is about 258. Okay. So 258 across the country and certain pockets here. But about seven fifty on a loan amount, vast amount of people here in the area is not going to be affected. I think there'll be a small amount of people that are affected. You've got markets like California, New York, Vermont, Rhode Island, some places that are higher higher priced. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, that that definitely will affect that in the mm-hmm. market. But um, overall, um, the average consumer it should have limited to no effect. But let's give a breakdown about that. And so let, let's just say. You had 4% interest, mm-hmm. and you were paying about $10,000 a year in taxes, and you were at a 25% tax bracket. Mm-hmm. What you're going to see on that, the difference from a million to seven fifty is about two You're going to see about a $2,500 deduction a year that you would not get. Okay. Okay, so it breaks down about 200 bucks a month. Not bad. Not bad. You know, so every penny counts, and of course, you know, less to the I to the RS is always a good thing, but... um you know, it's about 200 bucks in that example. So mm-hmm. obviously way lower for uh, a different property. And so, you know, I think looking at that, and then we go back into our state and local taxes, and we'll tie that mm-hmm. in. You know, so you have real estate taxes if you own a property here in the county or around the area right. to your municipality. <clears throat> and so they've something called SALT, state and local tax deductions. And basically right now where it's at, some of your properties like New York or um, if you're paying city and county states uh, here in Knoxville, mm-hmm. you've got dual taxes. And if you live in a certain part of the county, um, they're going to be capped at 10000 Okay. before there was no cap. So 10000 now there's a cap. And that's going to affect some higher end markets. So you're going to pay a little more taxes in New York, Las Vegas, um, certain parts of Las Vegas, but uh, California, they're not liking uh, Trump <laughs> at mm, this point. Gotcha. But the, so it know. was already high and it's going to be higher. Right, right. Gotcha. So we're coming up on a hard break. And remember, we're going to finish up on some of this Trump tax talk. And we're going to be talking about HELOC loans. We'll be talking about uh, pass-through entities, which is very, very important. And there is some uh, depreciation in, uh, that we're going to be talking about that uh, they've changed, which is going to be good if you own commercial property coming through. Okay. You're listening to Real Estate with Ryan, and thank you guys for staying tuned, and we're going to see you guys on the other side of the break. Perfect. Welcome back 
This is Real Estate with Ryan, your hometown expert. Ryan talks all things real estate and gives you the most up-to-date information on the Knoxville market and surrounding counties. Ryan Coleman with Hometown Realty. Hey, guys, thank you for staying with us after that break. We were talking about President Trump's tax plan, and there's so much to talk about, so we're going to try to cover these topics fairly quickly. But thank you for staying with us on a Saturday. Yeah, we're going to um, finish up those statistics real quick for the um, homes sold in 2017. Anderson County, 937 were sold with 71 days on the market. Roan County, 623 were sold with 89 days on the market. Loudoun County, 1,007 with 83 days on the market. And Monroe County, 528 with 109 days on the market. So that's just a comparison that um, from last year and then how we can go into 2018. But remember that there was also 50% of the homes that came off the market that did not sell and um, they did not move. So just remember that you need to hire the right agent that makes the difference to selling that house, which, of course, you can always call us if you want further information on that at 693-SOLD. It's always about marketing. You've got to push it into the space. It, the, the, the old saying is if they don't know about your property and they haven't come in and take a viewing, it won't sell. So we've got to drive traffic through the door, and you need an aggressive agent out there mm-hmm. pushing into the space. That's right. So those are good numbers, and I think overall assessment, like April said, I mean, numbers are record, and I think we're going to see that in 2018. We'll, stu- we'll keep seeing inventory down a little bit, mm-hmm. so it's important that we get out there. And I think and I'll recap with this. As we're dealing with the weather and going into the winter season, not far from spring, I think it's so, so important that you get the home on the market, get out in front, because we're going to see a big rush here in the spring. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be pent up, and we're going to see a lot of inventory hit the market in the next 60 days. Mm-hmm. And so it's important that more competition, as if you're a seller, does, doesn't help us. Right. You know, Less competition always means more prices. So, right. that, so just keep that in mind. So we were talking about the state and local tax deductions. I mean, shortly, I mean, basically, between the state and local taxes, um, if you take your mortgage um, interest and you take your taxes on your property, mm-hmm. you could be looking on a million-dollar property, which is now 750 The difference from 2017 to 2018, mm-hmm. you may be looking at about 300 bucks, okay. 3600 a year. Okay, so you may lose those potential savings, but there's other places in the plan that make up for it, and we're not going to get into the weeds about everything in there, but there's mm-hmm. places that I think overall it will be good, um, and most of East Tennessee will not be affected. But again, 300 bucks if that's stopping you from buying your luxury property, you may have the wrong buyer. That's right. Yep, yep. So so I, I, don't, I don't see an issue there, okay? But that's moving on from that. Okay. Um, one of the important things I think that if we've used for a while, a lot of our credit unions have used, is our HELOCs. If, if you know what a HELOC is, it's a, called a home equity line of credit. Mm-hmm. And for the previous administration or prior, they've always been used as a tax write-off, meaning that the interest can be write, written off every year on your taxes. Okay. So if you pulled equity out of your home, if you want mm-hmm. to do an improvement to the property, kids going to college, um, consolidating some debt, whatever you want to use it for, it's always been interest Deduction, gotcha. which was a good thing. Mm-hmm. No more. Oh. No more. So the HELOC is gone, mm. and there's no more interest deduction. I mean, you still have access to your local credit unions and banks, but you will not be able to get the interest deduction on that. 
Gotcha. There's some other ways you can get around that and, and creatively, um, and you can always talk to us about that. I'd be glad to give you any advice that we have, but no more deductions. Now, investment property. Keep in mind, investment mm-hmm. properties, you can still do a HELOC on that investment property okay. with our lenders, and of course, we'd be glad to give you our vendors. And um, that is able to be written off because okay. an expense. Anything on an investment property is always going to be able to be written off. And so that's important. So HELOCs will still come into play mm-hmm. because it's an investment property. Okay. All right? But so, do you think that um, that when people are trying to upgrade their home, now that they're not going to get that deduction, do you think that less equity lines will be taken out? I, I think you're going to see it. You know, the banks weren't charging a whole lot of money on those anyway. Okay. A lot of our credit unions, they were fairly free or inexpensive to open. That's why so many people would open them. Okay. Um, you know, so... Probably not. I think we'll see a decline in applications on them, mm-hmm. but eventually, you know, um, I think you may see an increase or a steady for investments on HELOCs or other properties because let's say you've got an investment property that's paid off. You may use that collateral as other properties that you're investing mm-hmm. in or flipping or doing some other investment versus using your liquid cash or dipping into a savings account. Gotcha. Then you could just use your, your credit line there and it's interest deduction and you can write it right off. So it probably makes more sense to pull that equity line if you got an investment property that's got the equity uh, to do that and get the deduction there. Okay. So we'll move on since there with uh, depreciation. So assets, uh, what a depreciating item is, is obviously over time as a home gets older, it Mm -hmm. declines in value some. Um, And so the government allows you to write that off. It's called depreciating over time. Mm -hmm. So if you're familiar with President Trump and his runnings of the political office, you knew that they were talking about that maybe he didn't pay taxes. And he owned a lot of commercial real estate, multifamily, um, apartment complexes, big buildings, right? Mm -hmm. Commercial Mm -hmm. properties. So the bigger the properties, you're allowed to roll those commercial properties Right now, the rules were 39 years to 27.5 for residential. So 39 years on a commercial property, you could depreciate that asset over your tax return. The larger the asset obviously allows you to pay less basis on your taxes and pay less money to the government, which is always a good thing. Mm -hmm. So current rules, 2017, 39 on commercial, 27.5 on residential. Now, the change on it. Residential has changed to about 25 years. So about two and a half year change. Not huge, but every little bit counts, right? Right. Commercial is massive. Mm -hmm. So if you guys invest in commercial property, buildings, multifamily, anything more than four units, that's investment. Commercial, 39 years is at 25. Oh, wow. We said, Ryan, what's what's the big difference? That's called forced. That number's forced down by 60%. Mm. So... For example, if you were claiming two thousand dollar on the uh, depreciation, now you went to four or forty five hundred. Oh, okay. okay, so that's more reducing. And obviously, the higher the property on commercial, mm-hmm. the bigger the gain, the bigger that you offset on your tax basis, which in return helps you lessen your your amount owned to the government. Okay. So that's really, really good, mm-hmm. and I think you're going to see the commercial market in 2018 and moving forward. We've already seen a big, big pickup there, but I think you're going to see more of that there, that structures on that. So I think that's pretty good for commercial. Residential, a little help as well. Uh-huh. So we have our pass-through entities, which mm-hmm. are LLCs and corporations and uh, our, versus our service providers. And we'll try not to get in the weeds on that. And I'm not an expert on this. We always like to give a disclaimer. We're not your CPA or tax advisor. You know, we're just real estate brokers and and, and try to give you the information as what we see it mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. some of our trusted source of what we find. So we always encourage you 
make sure that you reach out to um, your trusted source for that information. But this is how we see it. So if you're familiar with entities, a lot of people are purchasing real estate, whether it's investment properties or things like that. They're purchasing them in an LLC or a corporation name. And there's some tax advantages there, but basically they're trying to uh, protect the asset from you know, claims individually. And of course you're trying to avoid that self-employment tax. So we pass through entities, basically um, self-employed individuals or that money flows through on a K one and it passes through that entity and basically comes to your personal return. Mm. So, and then you have service providers. So they've broken down into two categories, service providers, which would be real estate brokers, attorneys, engineers, people like that, actors, things like that. There's a category for that. And I think, and then there's a category for your LLC corporations and your contractors and things like that. Mm -hmm. What's important and really short on that is there's a 20% exclusion um, off your basis. Meaning on that pass through entity, let's say you were to gross a hundred thousand dollars on the LLC and corporation, they're going to give you a 20% deduction right from the get go with no limit on the LLC and corporation contractor side, that example. So if $100,000, you're going to pay $80,000 on your basis, 20% is right there. So that's a huge savings. Meaning tax. Yep, tax, tax liability. You're going, to limit, you're, and you're, you're going to limit your liability. Oh, okay. Service providers, there's a little bit of a, there's some great advantages there, but there's a cap. Okay. And for a single individual, it's $157,000. Mm-hmm. Married is three hundred. Ballpark. Don't hold me to the number, guys. A little guys. bit more. It's 300 and some change. So 300 married, that applies. If it goes over that, it does not apply. Okay. So in short there, there's some huge deductions that, along with the the standard itemized deduction doubled, Mm -hmm. and you can see some real estate there, uh, is just really a great advantage. Wow. Well, guys, we try to touch a lot of topics today. We appreciate you guys staying with us. You're listening to Real Estate with Ryan every Saturday, 5 o'clock here at News Talk 98.7. Again, I'm Ryan Coleman, your host, along with my lovely co-host, April Coleman. And every Saturday, 5 o'clock, catch us here. Visit us at ryancoleman.org, or you can always call us at 693-SOLD. Or definitely, if you didn't miss this show or caught pieces of it, catch us online on Facebook or on YouTube. Thank you guys for joining us this Saturday, and we look forward to seeing you next week. Have a great day. Thank you. for tuning in you can reach out to ryan on facebook and twitter or his website at ryancoleman.org call ryan anytime at 693-7653 and make sure to join us every saturday at five only on news talk 987 woki